Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, and welcome to the Jim Miller Podcast. Uh, the rebrand and relaunch of the Hands Out Podcast is complete. Uh, in today's episode, Pat and I sit on the, my patio, drinking some gin and tonics, and, and kind of go over everything that's been going on lately uh, in the world of MMA and also some of the traveling that I've been doing. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. I'm good now. Okay. <laughs> way, way to enter enter into it. <laughs> that was really bizarre. I was a little bit confused. I was like, what the hell did he just do? It, like, is there is there like a ghost on the other side? I'm like that's 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 the old man's huffing and puffing. Like I know that <laughs> he's here with us. All right. So <laughs> you know what happened is you have to hit uh you have to hit record, record and then play and, then play. and I hit play, play. and then record. Yeah. Catastrophic mm-hmm. error. Yep. All right. So <laughs> welcome welcome to the Hands Up Podcast. <laughs> um for now. All right. We've we've got uh a few things coming up, um, big things, big things. Some some uh, some things are moving. So um, we are going to be uh, rebranding the podcast. We're still going to be here. We're still going to be bringing you our stupidity, talking about fights, and uh, having some fun. Probably doing it from my patio this time. We're like transitioning twenty five feet uh, to like. You can't have any gin and tonic. 7 o'clock of where we were the last time. I apologize that we haven't been um, on too much lately. Uh, last week I was out in Vegas for the fighter retreat. and I tried to grab Mickey Gall, um, but the first night I got way too banged up. <laughs> and then uh, and then I couldn't find him <laughs> for the rest of it. So uh, he was having fun out in Vegas. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be re- rebranding the podcast. Um, we're still going to talk about MMA and fighting and, and all sorts of stuff like that and we're going to do it from stupid locations because that's fun i'm enjoying switching locations yes the, the gym was nice Mobility and it was fun awesome. but uh being in the back here is pretty nice yeah. out maybe we'll shoot a couple coyotes yeah i was thinking if i had the time um there's a rock that's basically right to camera left um that is the 30 yard uh flag and I was like, you know, I've got some glow-in-the-dark paint. I should just spray the front of the block real quick, and uh, we could shoot some shoot some darts. It would have been <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> it would have been cool. But uh, I didn't have enough time to set that up. It dawned on me, like, as I was grabbing stuff. So um, We need one of those. What is it, Crypto Light targets? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty pretty neat. They're probably listening. Yeah. You could send one, we'll and we'll use it on the well, show. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so so we're gonna be rebranding and and uh, just we're we're moving. Um, you know our site, carrier site, and stuff like that. Um, exciting news! Uh, JimMillerMMA.com 
is up and running, baby. Live. Live. We have gone live. Um, I still don't know how to run it. <laughs> it's been um, it's been a long time coming. We we started on this website well over a year ago, uh, potentially even more than that. It's been through some changes. It's been through some changes. Some some uh, yeah, just things. You know, things go the way the things go, and and you know we st we started building the site for another project, and and then it was like, hey, we'll do it for this, and then, uh, you know, I was like, you know what, I need a site, so decided to make it my site, and uh, yes, it is up, JimMillerMMA.com. Go there. I'm gonna we're gonna have the podcasts there. They're gonna be you know uh, links off of there potentially having um uh an archive of the hands-on depending on how difficult it is for us when we move um i'm gonna start blogging and vlogging and stuff like that and uh yes it, it'll uh definitely be some insight into the world that is uh jim miller so um and there's some amazing photography work on that. there is some amazing photography work nobody would have any idea yeah. that it was jim and i in his basement mm -hmm. i think it came out pretty <laughs> pretty jazzy for two guys in a basement yeah um <laughs> two guys in a basement and one's yeah. got his shirt off <laughs> making making dreams that's what we do yep uh so if you ever need some some uh low-key photography pat's pat's your guy and i got a basement you can borrow yeah um yes yeah, so yeah so yes we're gonna be we're gonna be rebranding not exactly sure when that damn wind um it's gonna fully happen um but uh because everything takes like it, 10 yeah. times longer than yeah. you think it should it should yeah. be easy and it's not well yeah sometimes it's my fault too so um most of the time all the time if you ask my wife um, I agree with her. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so sooner sooner rather than later we'll be switching it over and, and, uh, and just going from there. And um, I had an epiphany uh, before that we're going to do a podcast from my little flat-bottom boat. Which I'm pretty excited It'll about. It'll be excited because it, um, I've, I've gone out there with Pat. I've gone out there with my father. But I've never gone out there with three adults on it. So it's going to be fun. It's going to um, be riding low. It will be riding low, but it's actually a little bit more stable when it's riding low. So uh, well, that time we took on a little bit of water thing was like a a barge out yeah, there. Yeah, that was nice. It was a pain in the ass to row, but <laughs> it uh, it didn't rock for nothing. Um, what are you doing, dog? So, yeah. Ow. Cut it out. Um, I'm pretty pretty jazzed about that i don't have a uh, a facebook live video but i don't seem no. to have a very good connection in your backyard mm. hey dog that's the only reason we're able to be out here yeah we got our thermocell lantern up the thermocell <sighs> 15 feet right something like that hey dex it works lay down pretty good it does work pretty good i uh i was looking for my little one um couldn't find it. It's buried downstairs somewhere. Uh, I was going to bring it. I, I kind of know where it is. I was going to bring it to Canada. 
I would have liked to, but you can't fly with the butane, so I would have had to track down butane. Were the uh, mosquitoes pretty bad over there? They were freaking huge. Hmm. Like sparrows. <laughs> sparrows. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, uh, they, were, they were pretty crazy. It wasn't too bad because a lot of times we were driving around, but uh, when you would be out and they're flying in your face and ears and nose and mouth and eyes, it's not fun. That's no good. No. I don't really like mosquitoes. No. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. There's yeah. some like some animals I would consider gross, like snakes that people keep as pets. Yeah. And mice. Like I, I don't get mice. They seem dirty and mm. they should probably be kept out of your house. People keep them as pets, but there's nobody. There's people that have ant farms, mm -hmm. right? There's not anybody that has a mosquito yeah. pet. <laughs> it's unpettable. What else? Somebody is out there is really pissed at you right now. No, they don't. Somebody's they like, don't exist. Man. There's a guy with a spider who's like, yeah, I'm glad he didn't say shit about spiders. You know, his tarantula crawl on him. My 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 guy Buzz over here, he doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, technically, the males. I don't think the males bite you. It's the females, blood suckers. No, you're wrong on that. The females no, are the no, big motherfuckers. No, that's the males. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Positive. We're going to have to go to Google on yeah. that. The reason they drink the blood is to feed their eggs. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I was wrong this Don't whole time. Google it. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Science. I'm right. <laughs> Science. I'm not sure that Facebook is up. No. I can't tell, but I'm going to stop trying. Okay. Well, as long as we're recording. Um, so, after this, after one quick, after, one after quick, one quick check, one quick peek. He's looking. <laughs> it appears you're sitting very still. If you could move around, that'd be great. Yep, we're maybe we are still live. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can grab my phone. My phone will be on the the Wi-Fi. If you want to test on that, you're just gonna have to pop out a switcher real quick. What? Um. The fighter retreat was was interesting. Um, there were a couple couple things that happened that people were talking about. Um, there was some physical contact. Um. And not in the fun way. <laughs> uh, between what a one forty-five pound woman and a one fifteen pound woman—that's not good. It's um, a big difference. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of torn on it. Like I'm, I'm the type that uh, I don't really condone smacking somebody. Um, you know, oh, you got fighters and all this stuff, but come on. Um, we're also adults. What I don't like is the the I the 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 fifteen pounder was talking crap to Cyborg, um, you know, and posting some some pictures and stuff like that, making fun of her for a picture that she took when she was donating her time helping teenage girls or something like that that had cancer. Um, so it was a very inappropriate time, and I can understand the emotion that Cyborg had um, being mocked in that picture. You know, she's there helping helping these poor kids, and somebody's using it uh, a picture that's taken while you know while she's there to 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 mock her. Um, at, at the end of the day, too, right? Like, if you don't want somebody to smack you. Don't antagonize them. Mm. Don't make fun of them. I, I feel like as a society, this we've gotten true. so like legal and, oh, you can't hit people. Mm. It, if somebody says shit to you, you should get smacked. 
And if you're not smart enough to understand that at the fighters retreat, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right? If there's a if there's an environment where the person is probably likely to smack you, mm-hmm. that's got to be this place. Yeah. Um yeah, if you act like that too cuz there wasn't any backing down. Um no. And there shouldn't have been. Cyborg should have smacked her. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um Is there any discipline from that? I don't know exactly. I heard some rumblings that Cyborg might have gotten suspended for it and stuff like that. That's but ridiculous. Like apparently the cops were called and all this crap. And, and you know, I, I mean, it's in in the, the in legal terms, you know, it's it was assault. But assault. At the same time, uh, you are a fighter. Um, you know, so putting your face in another fighter's face when they're clearly upset with you it, it would have been different too if let's say cyborg was the aggressor if cyborg was making fun of the 115 yeah. pounder and yeah. you know pushing around then yeah you have a, a bigger fighter picking on a smaller fighter but if the smaller fighter isn't smart enough not to run her mouth mm. you win some you lose some yeah. and uh if you run your mouth you should be ready to get smacked <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it Andrew. that's it <laughs> um <laughs> Other than that, uh, there was there was almost a confrontation I saw uh, I think between some of the Brazilians, um, but not, everything else you know everybody kind of handled themselves pretty well. It was um, you know there's some good information and I w- before we leave the fights, I have a theory mm-hmm. and I want to run it by you Surely. and get your your opinion on it. I think that ninety percent of the fights that happen at least between men, are because of an insecurity and guys are nervous to fight and they're afraid to walk away. They don't want to look stupid and their emotions are going crazy because they haven't been in a fight and the fight happens. Mm -hmm. I think in that group you have a bunch of people who are very secure in their ability to fight. Nobody has this intense fear of the unknown that's never been hit in the Mm -hmm. face. And I think that you would probably have less actual fights at at an event like that because everybody's confident in themselves where at a bar you got guys who are terrified don't get hit in the face a lot and that kind of just brings you to another level yeah yeah and they're trying to peacock or somebody potentially you know what did you just say peacock peacock yeah (laughs) could you elaborate on that you know like try to try to make a scene uh whether it be for a girl or or whatever um I understand. I'm going to steal that. You know, Strutton. Don't you? Don't, you've you've don't peacock me. No, but I like it. Really? Yeah. I'm going to peacock somebody tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> There's like two other adults besides you here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess there was some, like I was talking to some of the other guys, and th- there was a little, it seemed like there was a little bit of tension. That's what they were talking about. I didn't notice any, uh, but tension with who? Th- anybody? <laughs> Just tension in the <laughs> Just air. Just tension. Yeah, I guess certain g- certain guys that were in the same weight class. Um, but it's like I've pretty much fought everybody in my weight class, so yeah, there's no tension yeah. there. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I read a, a pretty interesting article that uh, Joe Lozon mm-hmm. wrote about. And kind of in response to the Reebok deal. Yeah. And I thought it was a like a super intelligent response for anybody that didn't get a chance to read it. He was saying that 
he tracked his sponsorships uh, pretty closely for like the last six years, and it looked like on average <coughs> he was losing a couple thousand. Maybe mm-hmm. it was between twenty and twenty-five thousand. Twenty thousand is what he's making now. Twenty-five thousand was his average, mm-hmm. and some of that went to a manager. Yeah. Um, so he said he thinks he's losing about three thousand dollars per fight with the Reebok deal, but he did say that he doesn't chase sponsors. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't have sponsors being flaky because he didn't have a certain number of posts. And, and he looks at it like a good thing. And I thought another really good point he brought up is that every fighter should want the Reebok deal to succeed. Yes, they should. Because other clothing companies right now look at this as a fucking shit show. Nike's not going to jump in. Under Armour's not going to jump in. Reebok probably isn't going to renew it. I, you know, it's kind of... Uh, the the way that I look at it is that they they could have done a better job, you know. Like here you go, you've got. <coughs> I mean, I don't know. There are what f- little over five hundred fighters now on, under contract. Um, at the time they signed, I think it was around six hundred. Um, you've got a pool of six hundred people, you know, uh, influencers who are basically looking to to push something you know like i mean unfortunately that's kind of the way that it is and you i mean it's nice to connect with a brand that you really love their stuff but even if you really love their stuff and you connect with them you still kind of got to push them a little bit and you look for those opportunities and there is a lot of uh uh ego involved so there are a lot of selfies in in uh, <laughs> in, in MMA and uh, you know on on MMA fighters Twitters and Instagrams and stuff like that. And, um, this is coming from a man who took a slow mo video yeah. selfie of himself in, in my own gear, spandex, yeah. his own <laughs> my spandex. Own gear. Yeah, that's so right. There may be some ego. There might be. <laughs> um, <laughs> you look good though. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, like, here's this opportunity, and they they had six months, and that's not a lot of lead time in the corporate world and, and you know, these major corporations, but they have enough backing that they could have made it, like, enough time. They could have They could have given us products where it was like, holy shit, this is the greatest stuff ever. Instead, every, f- every fight, we were still getting... I forget how many times have I fought uh, with that stuff. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven times. You got seven fights since in the Reebok yeah. deal? That's insane. Um, the first couple of fights, you're getting CrossFit and running stuff. Like like legitimate like runner's shorts with a mesh inside. Oh, so you didn't have to wear underwear? Yeah. And your balls don't bounce around? Yeah. I like, love those shorts. But what, I mean, come on. Good stuff. Like, why? Why Why would you give those? Because that's not going to make somebody happy. Unless they really want that. Unless they're running like, and they don't want their balls to yeah, bounce around. And, and then, they don't want to be and then a lot of the CrossFit from underwear. Stuff, yeah, a lot of the CrossFit stuff uh, has, you know, it's got 18 zippers on it. They've, they zip to the knee because they're tights to take them off. So it's not like the spats that I was wearing today that they're just spandex, Lycra, you know. They have zippers in them. They have a zipper pocket. They had a, the, the one pair, they had a zipper in the lower back. 
So you lay down, you put somebody in your guard, there's a zipper digging into your fucking back. Huh. So it's like... What's the scenario where you need the lower back zipper? Uh, I guess running or something like that. It's you just unzip it? No, it was a pocket for like... ID oh, I gotcha. Like I gotcha. Um, I, was, I was picturing like a, no, a yeah, zipper into a, your butt crack. Yeah, no. It's just a little zipper up at the top, like in the waistband. <laughs> this dog is getting really annoying. <laughs> um, he smells those corn dogs cooking on the trailer. He knows. Um, he knows. And it was it was an opportunity to like, all right, go third party, bang out some 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 good stuff, and then people would have been happy. Like, what does a fighter want? Good pair of sweatpants, you know, some compression tees. Like, <laughs> uh, compression shorts. Did they reach out to anybody? That they that they you did. Know of? They did. They they reached out to a couple fighters and stuff like that. But um, they just. They they chose a, a path that I kind of was confused with, and um, so I I agree that we should be supporting them and stuff like that. But they also got the ball rolling in the wrong direction, kind of on their own, um, you know. And it could have been a transition, and they could have like changed what they were giving us as they were able to meet demand and all that stuff, and. And how is it now? Have they since caught up? And they've they've caught up a lot. I mean, not completely, but uh, it's uh, you know they they make pretty damn good stuff when they're trying to make damn good stuff. Wow. Like the fight shorts are the best fight shorts I've ever worn. Like bar none. Hmm. I mean, if if that quality and that. Uh, thought in design went into everything. Um, people would be very happy, and you'd you'd be happy to buy it. Um, like I said, it's just the issue that you. Okay, well, a fighter gets one pair of fight shorts, you know, and then you give him a bag full of stuff that's like really weird, unless you're really into CrossFit. But again, you want to be wearing that. You're supposed to wear it to an open workout potentially, and like last thing you want to be doing is rolling around with a bunch of zippers. No, it's not good. So um, the execution was a little bit off. But Joe Joe puts out uh, some very good points um, in that you're not hustling for sponsors. You know, sponsors in MMA, it it was kind of – it was a bubble. It was kind of like the housing bubble. Um, It was very inflated, and and it had had deflated uh, for a certain time. But – it was still, like, they're not sponsors. They were never sponsors. There are a handful of companies that actually sponsored fighters. Most of the companies that you saw on somebody's shorts or their shirt or their banner or anything like that were, it was a transaction. It was paid advertisement. So a sponsor, and the way the sponsor is supposed to be, is that the sponsor pays you to live the lifestyle to get to the fight. So, okay, we're going to sponsor you for this fight. You got two months. We're going to pay you. For two months, so you can train more, so you can buy your supplements, so you can eat right, so you can do this stuff. That's what a sponsor is. There are very few companies like that where, like, you'd you know you'd sign an agreement, you're with them for a year, or some of the some of the company like uh, Bad Boy signs. I mean, they were with uh, Shogun, and Shogun had he didn't fight for a while, like a year and a half, and. 
he was getting he was still with them. He was still getting his checks from them. You know, like um because he was, you know, a brand ambassador and and an influencer and stuff like that. Um but most of the companies if you didn't I'm going to 98% of the companies if you didn't fight, you didn't get paid. That's so not a, that's not a sponsor. So that's, that's kind of the same thing you got going on with Reebok now, though. Yeah. Correct. Yes, that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know, um, but the relationship was like, okay, well, you 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 feel like you think it's sponsors. You you know, it was it it was definitely very. Uh, I don't know. I think fighters. I think myself included were kind of like a little delusional with the way that it was. You know, I mean, you had a lot of managers, nickel and diamond, getting trying to get 50 bucks more for a patch on your crotch or some stuff. So you weren't developing relationships with companies. And uh, then it's like when the next expo rolls around, nobody wants to pay for a plane ticket out. So... How is that? You know how you how you have a relationship with a company, but then oh well, if you're in town, yeah, if you happen to be here, if you happen to be in town, we'll we'll pay you to to work a booth for a little bit. Um, so and kind of like with that knowledge <coughs> and having been through that ringer of sponsorships, paid advertising, you know, you I can tell that you're kind of going about it differently with like with like Dodge and Traeger that it's stuff that you like well they're not even spot i mean that's not even like i did i did one thing for dodge i mean like i i bought the truck because i love dodge trucks yeah. <laughs> you know I, that's that's the way that it is uh like and that smoker over there's awesome the smoker is awesome so I are mean, the corn dogs so are the corn dogs we need to Slowly. check on them because we need to check on the um kind of low on pellets too um so i turned it down but uh um, you know, it's about relationships. That's really what it's about, and that's what I'm looking for. So if you're inter- <laughs> if you're interested in having a <laughs> pina colada, a mutual relationship <laughs> with a <laughs> with a MMA fighter, a pro MMA UFC fighter, <laughs> head to JimMillerMMA.com. Send me an email. If you like pina coladas, <laughs> I got. Uh, I spent. A lot of money on booze today. What'd you get? Um, I got a bunch of beer. Now Stone um, has cans. So they have Erica Bastard in 16-ounce cans. I see. And maybe this is blasphemy, but I don't really like Arrogant Bastard that much. I can have, like, one or two of them, and then I'm fucked up. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, too. I Listen, I made that, that clone of it, which really didn't come out to be anything like it, I don't think. Um, and people loved it. It's like a, it was like a seven percent, eight percent beer, and people were pounding it. Yeah, it was delicious. Um, I don't know. I just I have never thought it was a great beer. And then uh, I bought. I had to buy stuff for gin and tonics, of course. Uh, and then like I was like, you know what? I need to. I'm making ribs tomorrow, so I'm gonna steal something from Dud, and I'm gonna do the the Jeremiah weed spritz and uh, 
I couldn't find the sweet tea version of Jeremiah Weed. So I found some ger some sweet tea vodka, but it's not the same. So I bought a bottle of sweet tea vodka. I bought a bottle of Jeremiah Weed because it's cheap whiskey. So you get that whiskey flavor. Um, I had to get some whiskey since I burned the last of my whiskey <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> trying to make my glaze. So I had to get a bottle of Makers. Uh, you know, and like, yeah, you buy a handle of gin because it's <laughs> go through a yeah. shitload of it. Just like when I make gin and tonics, it. it's not like you're putting a little bit in there. No, this is a delicious gin and tonic. Tangeray, obviously. Yeah, Tangeray and tonic. Tangeray is the only gin to have in your tonic. Um, Blue Sapphire is a close second. But what is it, Bee Feeder? Bee Feeder? Uh, unacceptable. It, uh, Bee Feeder stinks. It was it Bombay or something? Yeah, Bombay's all right. Yeah, Bombay is the Blue Sapphire. Okay, yeah. That one's all right. Yeah. But Bee Feeder is like a different liquor altogether. Know. Bee yeah. Feeder sucks. <laughs> if I was shipwrecked on an island, I would drink it. And I also got, I was like, Walking through the one, I was looking for the Jeremiah weed, and I found that coconut rum. Oh, that, that stuff was dangerous. And next to it was the Captain Morgan's, like it was like a loco nut, and it's like this round bottle, and it's kind of the same thing. I guess it's like spiced rum though with coconut. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> so you bought both of them? No, so I only bought that one. All right. Uh, I was like, you know, the only thing that was wrong with that coconut stuff, it was like kind of weak. I mean, for, it, was it was probably it was like twenty percent, yeah. but it was still it was like it was probably like a life saving. Yeah, that it wasn't too much stronger. Uh, but yeah, I spent a fortune on booze. So but. I I actually had a uh, I got a chance to drink some really good beers mm -hmm. at a uh, an eight year old's birthday party oh, yeah. for my uh, <laughs> for my son, and uh, there was some heady topper there. Mm -hmm. There was some uh, Fiddlehead was the other one, which is probably one of the best IPAs I've ever had in my life. There was something with the sun on it, but that one came, it was like sunshine something, but it kind of came at the end. Mm. But those beers were uh, were pretty strong. Yeah. Too strong to be drinking a couple at an eight-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Caught up with me. I feel like if you drink four beers, you're still being responsible for four 10% beers. Yeah. yeah. No, I Might not be responsible. Four, four 5%ers is, is, is okay. Uh, but yeah, four ten percent. That's uh. And Amr has promised that next time he's on the podcast, he will make us mojitos. Mojitos. Yeah. All right. Where are you right now, Amr? Yeah. We can get you on tonight. Let's go. <laughs> Although I don't think I should drink much after this gin and tonic because yeah, this appears should. to be a gin <laughs> with a splash of tonic. With some nice round balls in it. Yeah. And why are the round balls better? They are. There's no doubt. They, they don't get stuck in your to, mouth. They're supposed to melt slower. Um, and, like, I guess, you know, it's a ball, so there's more surface area. So it, like, cools it quicker and all that stuff. Because hmm. um, when the ice gets, like, small, then it's getting bounced off my teeth. But this is nice. It's easy to manage. Mm -hmm. And I put them in the, the super freezer downstairs, so... So it's colder? So it's colder. Colder ice. Super ice. Ice. Yep. The ice from that freezer has frozen beer before. That's pretty good. And I don't even know why. <laughs> it just did. It just does. <laughs> does what it wants. Yeah, just does. Uh, so we kind of got a little sidetracked there. I was going. There were some other things at the at the summit. Yeah, we should circle back to that. We should. We should kind of. Probably shouldn't, but <laughs> we should. We had a drunk guy talk to us. 
one of the one of the reps. I'm not going to go too deep into it. Um, what if the reps are one of the companies that might work with? And this was obviously late at night in a bar setting, of course, or ten thirty in the morning. Um, <laughs> at an official, yeah, at an official, official thing. presentation. Yeah, it was. You know, we we got to listen to Kobe Bryant and Michael Strahan. Um, you know, and and the thing is, like, I appreciate the hell out of those guys coming and talking to us, and you know, it's apples to oranges, though. In, in what we're doing here in this stage of the game in MMA. You know, the, there was nobody in the room. And there was no, like, the highest paid UFC and MMA athletes, you know, that weren't there, um, don't even come close to what those guys made in a year. No, Kobe Bryant um, and Michael Strahan are on the different level so strahan has so, been retired a while yeah so so when you're talking about like you know investing and moving on and stuff like that it's it's definitely very different um so they but the thing what they were saying is be yourself so that's why i swear and i say stupid things like we talk about kevin bacon did you just pull a, a swear back there you were gonna say say stupid shit but yeah. you switched it i think I don't you're know. not being yourself <laughs> say some stupid shit say be yourself shit. um and talk about Kevin Bacon and yeah, his package. God, his hag. Um, I love <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other guy? Uh, James Woods, right? He's supposed to have a <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Google will know. But Google will know. Um, how big is Jason yeah. Woods? Siri. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> how big is... Anyway. Um, so they were... They're telling us to be ourselves, and then Jim, somebody. I already told you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I just said, like the pictures I just showed you. Yeah. Um, and then we had somebody telling us to, to, to be Connor and stuff like that. So that was a little bit annoying, and it kind of, uh, it you're, got a reaction out of the room. You're kind of you're kind of glazing over it. So yeah, you had some. High-level athletes tell you to be yourself. Yes. And then you had another representative who is yeah. not necessarily a high-level athlete tell you to. So he's not a high-level athlete. He works with with athletes and other sports and stuff like that. Um, and he said to to be Conor McGregor. And, yeah, that didn't go over well. So, so. You, you need to become Irish? Yeah. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Not be yourself and. You know, so we were we were talking a little bit before this, and one of the comments was they wanted the guy holding the belt, not yes. the guy bleeding yeah. on the canvas. He said, he w "I want the guy holding the belt, standing on my logo, not the guy bleeding on the canvas." And I was like, "Dude, I people only know my name because I bleed on the canvas." <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, and all the 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 fighters that you sponsor, they've all been there too. They've been bleeding. In a in a in a heap, I mean that's that's the sport of MMA. You don't know what's going to happen. No, you're going to lose. I mean, that's why we watch holy it. Holy shit! It's like John Jones is the only guy that has fought at like this level for a long enough time and not freaking lost. And that's because he's coked out of his mind. Is <laughs> you know working on, working on some freaking another level. He's on a different level. Uh. It could be an probably idiot. because of the drugs, but you know it's uh, 
everybody it's going to happen to everybody it's going to happen to everybody so to 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 sit in a room full of of fighters that obviously don't want to be that person it was kind of a kind of a bogus thing to say one of my favorite sayings is uh is with your shield or on it mm-hmm. and like when i heard him saying he wanted the guy holding standing on the canvas not the guy bleeding i thought of that instantly mm-hmm. with your shield or on it i think that's such like a a beautiful saying or analogy or whatever you want to call it because it's it gives equal weight right like they're both the same mm-hmm. with your shield or on it so it doesn't matter like it all that matters is that you went in and you, you in like effort. you put in the effort and you fought to the best of your ability you know so i like i love it and i think that that's all that the fans can ask for that's all that i want to see and i think some of the best fights it doesn't matter who won or lost because you need two partners to mm-hmm. dance and to like just like discredit the guy who didn't win like and and, and sometimes i think that that's that guy deserves more credit mm-hmm. right if you had an athlete who maybe didn't have the the same abilities but had more heart i would always i don't know in my mind root for that guy and to just to just stand up there and discredit that guy always bleeding i don't want him get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> guy gave his heart and soul so you could be entertained, you fucking scumbag. I, w- I wish I had you there because at 10.30 in, in the morning in Vegas, you probably would have been drunk too. I would have been shit-faced. And you're in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to talk for me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm with the Hands On Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some questions for you, motherfucker. Yeah. Can what you, a twat. Can you answer this How problem? could you say that? That's like, that's that's just, it's... It's disregarding well, the, the sport the funny, of MMA. The funny thing was, is he came. Uh, I'm not. Even, nope. <laughs> bite my tongue. <laughs> I'm gonna bite my tongue on that one. Um, but you know, it was. I don't know. I. I knew. You know, you know what you're getting sometimes. Does that um, hurt your ears, buddy? Probably did. I don't know. He's been shaking his head a lot. Um, flushed his ears, but. The people at home don't really care about that. No. This big white dog shaking his head. Um, like I said, there was some good information. The The Performance Institute uh, that the USC built is, is amazing. Um, it's a pretty sweet resource and definitely going to try to get it out there, make use of it. So it seems like a pretty cool. It's it's free. It's like a yeah. a giant hospital training facility that's completely free to you guys. You just walk in and yeah. Do so you got to schedule it. Um, you know, you got to you got to make a schedule and and it it's not going to be easy. Uh, you know, there's there's quite a few guys that are local in Vegas, so it's a lot easier for them to be able to get out there and do it. So it's like, okay, well, am I trying to uh book my time there around a trip out there or am i finding a time to go out there to to specific train so it's like because that's going to be easier to do that and get a slot you know and like okay well this week wasn't open so what's you what's we're going to go this week and can you bring like your whole camp out there like hey here's my training partners here's yeah so you bring your team out there and Use a facility, and um, you know they they can run some pretty ridiculous tests and stuff like that when it comes to the strength conditioning and and uh, you know see where you are physically and, and all that stuff. VO two max, and they've got a 
you know, one of the altitude chambers, the hypoxic training things, mm. and, uh, whatever the hell it is, right? Hypoxia, hypoxia, I don't know. No. I wouldn't correct yeah, it. I think it, no, it sounds here. good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the hypoxic chamber um, for your VO2, yeah. blood cells. Uh, Science. <laughs> the altitude thingy. Yep. Um, hey, stop kicking over the thermostat, dude. We're going to fight. If I get bit by a mosquito, I have not been bit by a mosquito. I'm pretty hydrated about that. So did they ha- do they have any plans to ever do that on the East Coast? I don't think so. That's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. Uh why Vegas? I mean, I know that's where their offices is. <laughs> offices. Well, the offices are the new um, the new ownership is office. Well, offices are out the there. <laughs> 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 We're nailing it tonight. Yeah, we are. We're doing a good I job. I didn't pour like I was pouring for my mother-in-law, so I got well, called out last well, time. Mine's gone, and I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so the it was started by the Vertita, you know, Lorenzo. Is oh, the so one this that pulled is the trigger on it, yeah. Legacy. And WME IMG, they they finished it up, and and uh, I believe they have an office out there. Um, but uh, like I said, it's pretty cool. You know, the only cool, uncool thing about it is that we go into this like conferencing area, or like you know, it's like stadium seating type thing where they're gonna do. Uh, little summits and stuff like that in 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 the future and and all that stuff and and Forrest Griffin uh, who's kind of I mean he'd be like he could be related to me like we're we're dudes on like you know another wave on the level yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know just stupid and <laughs> <laughs> immature um <laughs> like fart jokes stuff like that um but uh so he's like talking to us and we go and we sit in the room and he's like oh watch this you know so we like hits the thing he's like you can you know we can co- totally separate it because there was a glass you know window to looking at the the octagon that they have in there and this curtain comes down or curtain goes across and he's Screens come down. This is like four big screens. And he's like, so you can like have privacy if it's like presses in here and stuff like that. Um, and it's ultimate knockouts on the thing. And the second fucking fight is me versus Cowboy. God damn it. I'm like, I called him out on it. I was like, hey, Forrest, you know, I'm really not, not cool with that, bro. Like, second fight, you know, like you couldn't like as people are walking out, have it. Yeah, come like, on. Like, no, everybody's sitting down. This talk started getting a little slow and boring, and next thing you know, I'm That's getting kicked good. in the fucking head. <laughs> God damn it, Forrest. <laughs> He's like, every time I watch it, I keep hoping that you're putting your hand up. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. <laughs> one of these times. Yeah, one of these times I will. I know it. Uh, I think we should check those those corn dogs real quick. I think we should, but I don't know how to get you back on switcher. Okay. I think we have to hit it on there. <coughs> I can make that happen. Vegas is the fight capital. Yes, indeed, Amr. Vegas is the fight capital of the world. The world. The world. We're going to drop out of Facebook here for a second. Um, and I'm going to go over to this button. Oh, I don't want to log in. We could do it with this. What's that? With uh No, just hold on a second. 
Sorry, I'm, I have to type in the email account, and I'm thinking about it, so I'm not talking, and Pat could be talking. I could be talking, but you're actually <laughs> talking. You're babbling. You're not, you're not saying anything intelligent, yeah. but you were taking up the air, which is good, and it is important. <laughs> it is. Dead air sucks. Dead air does suck. I think this is an important time to let you know that Amr seemed available to go out to Vegas. I would be available for Vegas. And uh, All right, sweet, Pat. Hey, we could on. do that. I think I could probably get the time in my schedule. I'm thinking like 2018. 2018? I'm going to have two days free in July. All right. It'll be a Saturday, Sunday. We'll fly in. We'll fly out. Vegas doesn't seem like my kind of place, right? It's um, I, I'm not in for Vegas, actually. I'm not going cool to Vegas. No, no. I, I would like to go to Canada, maybe some place with a lake. Maybe some uh, place with a lake. Yeah, there you go. Lakes. I can't. But I, I, I'm, I'm not in for Vegas. I can't get on here. All right, never mind. You're not going to get to see. Just open the lid, pick up the very hot kerosene lantern. I'll describe it. Uh, yeah. Great detail. So, my original thought was that we were going to light this light this party up with some lanterns because I've got a little bit of a lantern fetish. Um, I am a big fan of kerosene lanterns. I've only got one, but I like them. They're hot, it's sexy, and they're very hot to touch. Do we have any plates? No, we don't. I'm just gonna fucking handle it. Just pick it up, squish it a little bit with your fingers. Is it hot? Yes. Take a bite out of the tip. Affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> Nibble the tip, Pat. Nibble the tip. <laughs> is it hot throughout, or is it still frozen? No, it's hot throughout. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're. I was gonna light it with the lanterns. Yeah, preferably the one you didn't like. Nibble. <laughs> I can. I can make it happen either way. Um. But then the light would be like, we'd have to have it like here, and then that would just attract more bugs. Um, having the those light panels, the LED panels. It's not. It keeps the us. bugs yeah. away from us. It would have been more romantic with mm -hmm. the lanterns, Ooh. but. You win some, you lose some. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, wow. Smoked corn dogs are pretty awesome. Yes, without any mustard. Whose house is this? No fucking mustard. Mustard and barbecue sauce yeah. would be customary. Mm -hmm. Some of that sriracha. The Gouldens sriracha spicy brown. Oh, yeah. So since you and I last sat down, you've done some pretty cool hunting with some pretty cool hunters. Talking? I think you should fill <laughs> you should fill more than just your mouth here. You should fill us in on how the Canada trip went with Dud. I know we, di we did have a follow-up podcast. Yeah, and the audio sucked, and I apologize for that. Um, we <laughs> yeah, Dud, Dud and I had a seven-hour drive. Seven hours is a long drive from up. Uh, we podcasted <laughs> for four and a half. We did like we did one for his audio, and then uh, I don't even know if his new site is up yet. Um, he's kind of getting screwed around by the technical the internet. Yeah, the internet gods are not happy. There's so much content. Um, you know, his new update is pretty sweet. The new site. Um, it's kind of its, its own social media platform, um, and there are different levels to it. And, like, so 
we did like then a video cast where we kind of got a little bit, a little bit looser, you know, and uh, did that for like a little over an hour. And then we, then we did that podcast that was like two hours long for us. And, and, uh, hey, Dopey, please stop. Um, it, yeah, we're driving in a little Volvo down the highway, down Highway 1. It's a pretty sweet drive. But, uh, the hunt, uh, I'm, if you didn't listen to it, um, I'm disappointed in myself a little bit. You did not get a bear. I did not get a bear. I had I had one opportunity. Um, saw a couple shooters. Uh, got really close to uh, to at least one, you know, non-shooter, one little bear. Um, and saw a couple, you know, a couple big ones. But uh, you know, the first night out, saw this. Had a couple stalks too. Uh, first night out, we we had a stalk on one earlier in, earlier in the day. Uh, ended up the wind swirled on us and it bolted. Um, and then uh, that night we came into this little field and you know a lot of it is like driving around. You're, you're basically just driving these roads, these logging roads, and the bears are looking for green at that point and it was a really late green this year they're kind of behind um with their spring the 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 woman that was cooking for us at the camp she lives right down the road and she's lived up there for 35 years what's the matter bro shake it out yeah um she said that she normally had her garden in a few weeks prior and she didn't even have it in yet so uh so it was late, you know, there, there were probably still quite a few bears still denned up and, or around the den. Um, it's kind of weird. They, so they, they eat hair before they go into hibernation. They plug up. Plug they it up. To, yeah, they have to stay around the den until they pass plug and all that stuff. Fun stuff. Um, <laughs> nice tearjerker. <laughs> um, but uh, so we see this bear, and, and we, we put the greatest stalk ever in in mankind on this bear um there were three of us and we, we like it was feeding in these aspens and and you know this field across and we couldn't we couldn't go out through the field it would have seen us so we like looped in through the timber and you know it's bear black bears grizzly bears wolves and they're like going through this we're sneaking through this timber and it's a pretty pretty sweet place to be like trying to be the predator you know it's intense it is intense it? just uh, different level so that was that was intense just sneaking around in there and then we we came up on it and um i i broke off from my guides uh to try to close the distance because it, it saw us but it wasn't alerted and it kind of just like wandered off so i was trying to get a shot and um and it ended up uh kind of tucking into some timber and i put a tree between us and tried to close the distance and uh when i Pop my head back out. I couldn't find it. So um, I came back to the guides, and we start walking out. And we're, like, talking to each other. And my my one guy, Dallas, he's, like, he, like, stops. And he, like, snaps back. He's, like, oh, I thought thought I heard something. And he, like, takes a couple more steps, and he's, like, holy shit, the bear. <laughs> so the bear looped around on us. 
which is really weird, you know? So um, it, it was intense because it's like this bear just basically, it, it walked down our path. You know, it knew we were there. Uh, who is hunting who at that yeah, point? Yeah, at that point, you're like, holy shit, you know, like this is this is legit. Um, this is gonna get freaking awesome. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and the meantime, in the meantime, uh, you're we're in this little like open spot, but it was just the mosquitoes were so dense that like you were just like walking through, like you could feel them, just like like uh. they they hit you. It's not like these little mosquitoes that we have here that you don't feel them until they bite you. Mm -hmm. You'd feel them land on you because they just smack you. That's so terrible. it's like, dude, it was like, you know, like I wipe my. The local guys didn't have the. Uh, well, at first I wasn't around them, and then like I, uh, I don't think she had it that night. Uh, Brittany, the other guy that I was with, she had one, but I don't know if she had it that night. Um, mm -hmm. So we, uh, we like freeze and like crouch down and then there's a, there's kind of a bush between us and the bear walks and like it's it's the sun's going down so it's kind of getting that dust time where it makes it a little bit harder to range and stuff like that sure like looking at it and your eyes are playing tricks on you there's mosquitoes actually in my eyeballs um so i i draw and it's walking from right to left and both of my guides were in front of me as we were walking out. So they're at like my 11 o'clock. So I start kind of swinging towards them and I hit a little uh, uh, willow. Um, so I'm like stuck on this thing. So I try to loop around it or I think to loop around it and like my guides are right there. So I can't like come around because then I'll just be pointing my bow like right at them. So I basically kind of like push into this willow a little bit and try to like lean to my to my right and uh, just totally forgot my shot sequence and punched it, punched it bad <laughs> <laughs> and shot underneath the thing and it jumped to this tree and uh, it's like a couple feet up at the tree. So I like knock another arrow and I go to draw and I just jerked it back there. The arrow fell off the rest. So I let down draw again and as i'm drawing the second time it starts climbing down the tree and as i punch the trigger again it released from the tree and the arrow went between its chest and the tree it's kind of skipped off the back side of the tree a little bit and it's like dude like well it's only the first day i'll get another shot yeah you know nope nothing else after that so how different was it being up there as opposed to like hunting in jersey was it yeah <laughs> The difference in my mind would be the uh, the vastness of the wilderness. So in Jersey, the best we can do, you know, you could uh, you would always know that, yeah. hey, if I kept walking, I would get out of trouble. Yeah. Right. Like even <laughs> when when we're in pretty deep, you yeah. could walk out, get lost, just walk in a straight line long enough. Mm -hmm. With, but that's not the case up here. Yeah, not really. No. Um, the the piece that we were hunting, the. Um, the guide, his uh, his territory was 1,100 square miles. You can't just walk through that. <laughs> I mean, 
you you could. I don't think so. <laughs> you could. You'd have to with, be with the right supplies, but um, we we hunted like an eighth of it, and we would be driving for a long time. Is that like a different element? Is that is that in the back of your mind that like, hey, if I get lost out here, I'm no, in trouble? No, I mean the thing that sucks too is there's no there's no cell service. They've got radios, but they're very spotty. Uh, don't eat the stick, dope. Hey, don't eat the stick. Okay? I let you nibble the stuff off of it. Um, it, it was cool, you know? Like, the crazy thing was, is that kind of blew my mind, was uh, the, the grizzly bears just strolling down the road. Did you actually see a grizzly no, bear? No, we didn't see a grizzly bear. Um, but uh, we saw their tracks, and there was one that walked down the road for like 15 miles. Just just like... Right down the road. Just, just walked down the road. I'm going to turn this thing off real quick. <sighs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I've I've always been kind of fascinated with, with the grizzlies and... and uh, they're a terrifying animal. Just they are a terrifying animal. Aggressiveness, and, you know, and like hearing stories about them from guys that have hunted them and guided and stuff like that. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I'm just kind of ignorant to them because I, I've never been around one before, and you know, I'm fascinated with them, but never been around them. Like these guys have been face to face with them you know uh have have shot bears defending clients and, st- and themselves and stuff like that and like that's intense man you know slept uh slept with their rifle pointed at the window you know because the bear had been breaking in and stuff like that uh like the one kid the the kid dusty that uh dudley's friend that came up and guided him and he uh he's a guide up up farther north um and he's bringing this one moose hunter uh guy came in he's like yeah i want to i want to hunt moose you know he's like i want like a like a alpine hunt you know like i want to be living in a wall tent type thing you know paying the right price so they're like okay well let's build you a tent done so they built a big I c- tent i can pitch a tent for yeah. the right price you know <laughs> so can I. <laughs> it's not that expensive. Uh, so they they build this this base camp for them, and like they're going up to it, and the guy's like, "Oh, this, you know," he's like, "There are grizzlies around," and Dusty's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's like, "There's probably a grizzly bear sleeping in your bed right now," <laughs> and the guy's like, "Wait, what?" You know, no shit. They get to the camp, and the grizzly had taken the the wall tent and turned it into a nest. Like, took all the shit, and piled it up, dug a fucking hole in the middle of the tent rip the door off and shit. So there was literally there was literally a, a bear living in his bed. Yeah, sleeping <laughs> in his bed. So Dusty cleans cleans the shit up, you know, and gets things kind of sorted out and uh he's like, "All right, you know, he's like, "Grab grab your bag and, you know, let's go to sleep." He's like, "Wait, you you're not going to put the door back on?" He's like, "Dude, if that bear decides to come into this tent, that door's not going to do any good. <laughs> it's time to slow him down. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about like a nine and a half foot grizzly bear or some shit, you know? Like, uh, so yeah, it, and the 
the the intensity in his eyes is what really kind of got me. You know, it was like it was different. You know, I, a total you could totally see a respect uh, for the thing. Uh, it's pretty cool, but uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a cool hunt. Um, sucks I didn't close the deal, but that's my own fault, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm making it my personal goal to to get better and to you know i'm a i'm a bow hunter every day so i need to i need to kind of act like it even though i i'm a fighter as well and that kind of hinders my ability to train my archery skills sometimes uh i need to i need to try to do it a little bit a little bit every day so that that shot sequence comes a little bit better but uh yeah, go over there. I feel like hunting is one of those things that, you know, as a relatively new hunter myself and with no actual success, it just, in your mind, you're like, oh, it's so easy. Like, yeah. I'll go, and like, deer in New Jersey, there's so many deer. I see, I don't, I bet you there hasn't been a day in 10 years that I haven't seen one deer. Yeah. At least one deer in a day. So you think like, oh, I got this. I'm going to go in the woods. I'm going to shoot a bit, uh, deer, and it's going to be great. And then it's so fucking <laughs> hard. And there's so many different variables, and when you're actually, like, in the woods, everything's a little bit, uh, not a little bit, a, a ton more skittish. And, yeah. And then there's variables on, on pulling the bow. Like, we're, we're pretty good in the backyard, but when it's actually go time and yeah. you got to turn and you have limbs and you have guides and you, ha you have to be quiet, mm -hmm. it's, it's wild. It's not, it's not an easy thing to no. do. No. And, you know, it's definitely, <coughs> it's, it's. Even with a, you know, even if with a with a firearm, it's it's not necessarily as easy, especially either the style of hunting or or what you kind of expect out of yourself and demand out of yourself. You know, I mean, if you want to just take a pop shot at, at a deer at three hundred yards, yeah, it's, it's not. not too difficult to to get to that point. But uh, if you kind of demand that you're gonna, all right, well, I'm gonna only shoot him at a hundred or you know like i'm going to shoot him in the neck or something like that to not screw up the shoulders mm -hmm. um because then it's like you either hit him and kill him or you miss him and you it's clean miss uh but uh you know i got to go hunting with uh gus Jemmy of live the wildlife um what the hell was that last week yeah last week and uh, we went turkey hunting, and it was kind of like run and gun up in New York. So that seems like a pretty damn cool hunt. It was, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, we weren't using the bow. I would have liked to have used the bow, but that style of hunting, um, it's just too hard. You know, the eastern eastern turkeys are so skittish when it comes to that movement. So to like try to like reap one or something like that with the bow, I mean, is, is extremely difficult unless you've got like one of those turkey blind umbrellas on the front of your bow. Which, which seem like a which they pretty do cool make. thing to yeah, have. Yeah, they do make. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we, we had it in on a couple, couple good spots and, and, uh, we had, we had turkeys like all around us and it was intense. Uh, unfortunately I only, had a shot opportunity on, on a couple jakes um 
and uh, I decided to pass because there was a gobbler in the area. So, you know, hopefully get up with them again soon here and, and uh, you know, while the season's still open and, and get one. Nice. But uh, it was it was definitely a lot of fun, you know, like uh, like I said, different different style of hunting. Like we were, we'd come in and, and, and call and uh, we went to a few spots where you're like, calling and moving and calling and moving and stuff like that and uh it was pretty neat as opposed to sitting in a blind for you know 10 hours like i did that's, in iowa <laughs> that's not easy a 10-hour sit is not you know? easy so definitely a different style so uh it was it was it was more fun uh in terms of like excitement even though i wasn't successful but uh and just kind of like action the whole time it's yeah not yeah there's no falling asleep there. No, no. I, I definitely fell asleep out in Iowa. So. But, uh, yeah. Now, now I'm, I, I'm in fight camp, so no more, no more trips until after fight. Oh, so what do you got, six weeks? Something like that. You're ramping it up? Yeah. Yep, getting into it. What are what are some of your like your inside thoughts? Have you like broken down tape on Pettis? Where do you no, think you're gonna I, have the I'm advantage? Not a, or I'm not a big tape watcher. You know the the my the way that I look at it is, you know we're we're professionals, um, and in four months I can I can develop something new. I can develop something that I didn't do, and I have plenty of things that I haven't done in fights and won fights with that I've been working on for years now. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's just going to look at a couple things on film for me, that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, uh, they're not looking too deep into my skill set. Um, so I just try to prepare myself and get in the best shape I can and, and, prepare to fight the best in the world, you know, and, and prepare to exploit any weakness. So, you know, I've seen Pettis fight many times, so I, I know what to expect. He's a, he's a talented striker, and he's very unorthodox. Um, and his ground game's kind of underrated. I mean, he's... I, I think it's underrated. He, he's, he's got he's aggressive. decent jujitsu. I think he's got decent jujitsu. Yeah, I think he's... he's uh, he subs some guys out when he hurt them, and, and uh, you know, I think he caught Benson off guard. Um, but, uh, you know, it's nothing against him, nothing against the submission. I mean, no, it's beautiful. You got beautiful it. Beautiful armor. Um, so, but, uh, you know, uh, I hope he wants to grapple. <laughs> 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 you know, let's, let's do it. So, uh Yeah, get get geared up for it. Nice. I'm I'm I think it's going to be a fight that fans are going to love. It's going to be a treat to watch, and I think it'll be uh, that's going to be one of those ones. I don't know where on the card it is yet. Fight of the night. I never want it to be fight of the night though. No, I know. I understand that. Like fight of the night means it's close. Yeah. (coughs) And most likely my leg hurts. Right, Dex? 
you are really annoying tonight. He's like, I want to go inside. Yeah. Well, I can't let you inside. Go sit at the door and do your woof. But he's been quiet. So He has been pretty quiet. Um, so we're uh we're at an hour over an hour. Yeah. All right. We were gonna we were gonna get into some uh, uh some parenting talks, but I I yeah. don't know that we have we have time to dive into that uh, subject. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we got the time tonight. This complex. We're gonna have to it table is. that one. We Shelf will. it. Yeah. Shelf it for next time. I think maybe <laughs> <laughs> the parenting we should leave to the other people while we're sucking down strong gin and tonic. Yeah, in the backyard, which is nice. That's the best part of parenting is gin and tonics in the backyard. That's not true. <laughs> it's close, though. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, yes, we will be rebranding soon. Same stupid comments. Same two assholes. Same. We well, might three three assholes. Three assholes. Yeah. It's easier. Um, and uh, but just yeah, just a different name. So check out JimMillerMMA.com. Um, like I said, I will be uh, keeping it up to date with fight announcements and all that stuff. And um, yeah, just it's going to be like looking through a keyhole into my life. So it'll be fun. <laughs> I'm going to bring you to strange places. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Jim Miller Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so that we can keep bringing you more. Also, check out JimMillerMMA.com to stay up to date with everything that's going on. Thanks. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.